and welcome to episode 17 of the Run All the Races podcast. This is Perfectly Goofy Gail, joined today by delightfully dopey Kimberly. Hello, people. And we're excited to talk to you about the first of our three races for the inaugural Walt Disney World Star Wars weekend. Um, so we've had a little bit of a podcast break. Um, we get questions all the time. How do you afford to do this? How do you, how do you run all the races? Well, we actually have real jobs. Um, and luckily we travel a lot for our jobs, which gives us a lot of credit with miles and and hotel points, but it also makes it sometimes hard to get all of the group together, uh, to tape a podcast. In fact, uh, we're missing a couple of our compadres, uh, Photobomb Becca and California Kylie, because they are actually working today. Um, so, uh, we're, we're, we're sad they're not here, but we want to make sure that we get a chance to share with you. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about Star Wars, uh, specifically the Expo and the 5K today. Um, but we also wanted to make sure that everybody was aware that, uh, Walt Disney World Marathon registration opened this past Tuesday, um, April 26th. Um, I believe at this point, um... The singular races are sold out, so the 5K, the 10K, and the half. Um, But there's still Goofy Challenge and Dopey Challenge um, that's available. If you're interested in some of the shorter distance races, don't forget that there's always the charity option, um, which is a great option. I know that I've run um, Disney, and and Kimberly's run Disney a couple times as charity runners, and so that's a great way uh, to get into the races um, if you're not up for some of those multi-day challenges and the early wake-up calls. (laughs) that those take. Also, the other bit of buzz around the Run Disney social media um, sites are the new Run Disney virtual races. Uh, So it is a series of three 5Ks uh, that are due to take place over this summer. Um, There is a yellow shoe, a red pants, and a white glove, uh, which hopefully makes you think of Mickey Mouse. Uh, They are themed around um, his iconic outfit. Um, There's also the opportunity to do all three as a series um, and get some extra goodies with that. Um, The individual 5Ks are about $40 before active fees, um, and the series is um, just about $150 by the time you add in the active fees. So if you're interested in that, um, lots of information on the Run Disney blog as well as uh, rundisney.com, so we encourage you to go check that out. So the virtual, something really interesting about the virtual races, um, you can do them within a two-week uh, series beginning from May 15th to June 30th. And really when you sign up for the um, series medal, um, you get not only the red shoes, the red pants, the white glove, but you also get a challenge medal as well with a tumbler and a digital race bib. So that's something to note too. If you need a little bit of inspiration to get off the couch and you're you know you can't afford going down to um, Disney as much as we do, this is a great way to get yourself active over the summer. Yeah, and I think it's a great way to get people um, interested in doing shorter distances, right? And the other thing to note is they are not requiring you to send in proof of time. Mm -hmm. Um, So once you sign up, stuff will show up. Um, Right. You go through the active process, and they were really um, very uh, quick to make sure that you had the correct mailing address, um, and that was pretty much the the one thing they were double checking. So um, those seem to be like they will get mailed out um, at the conclusion of each of the periods um, of the races, based on what you can find online right now. So uh, before we jump into starting with the Star Wars Expo, uh, Kimberly, you have a listener question that we wanted to take the time to address. Right. So um, Lisa from Connecticut uh, sent in a question. Her question is, 
I'm thinking of signing up for the half in Disney in Florida in January. Is it necessary to stay on the grounds, or do you think I would be able to find a place if we did sign up? So, so I think that you can take both sides, right? The, the challenge with going to the races at Walt Disney World in Lake Buena Vista, Florida, as opposed to Disneyland, is Walt Disney World is a much larger space. It's like 45 square acres. Um, so everything is very spread out. Um, and you can't walk necessarily from a hotel to the start of a race, so you do have to think about transportation. Um, if you're not familiar with the area or you're not somebody who's good at getting up even earlier than an early wake-up call, um, I know that we've had this conversation. We would definitely say um, stay on property, right, especially if it's your first race experience at Walt Disney World. Every single um, Disney hotel um, on property is a host hotel for Marathon Weekend, so every single one provides transportation uh, to the start of the races and from the finishes of the races back and forth. You either get a bus or um, a monorail, depending on the level of hotel that you stay in. The nice thing about Walt Disney World is there's many, many more hotels, um, so you get all the way from value resorts up through um, deluxe and DVC resorts, so there's generally something that can uh, fit your price point. Um, if you do want to drive, um, you are going to have to get up a little bit earlier um, than you would if you stayed on property. Uh, they do tend to start closing roads very early um, when you get into the half and the marathon, um, so be aware. Uh, also, it's very dark when you're driving, so if you're not comfortable with that, it can get confusing. Um, but there's definitely places um, around uh, the Walt Disney World area. Kissimmee is another one. Um, there's some other uh host hotels that are down Hotel Plaza Boulevard, which is right by um, Disney Springs. Disney Springs. I want to say downtown Disney. I know. It just sticks in my head that way. Um, so there are there are things that are close, especially if you belong to a points program. Um, many of those are the good neighbor hotels that are down that Hotel Plaza Boulevard. So one thing to know also, if um, you're thinking about staying off property versus on property, off property you will definitely have to either drive your car to the off property um, uh, hotel or you'll have to rent a car. So take that into consideration. Yes, the um, off property hotels may be cheaper, but however you're going to have to either pay for transportation to this hotel, then pay for transportation as a taxi or Uber to the race, and then um, you'll have that rental car uh, um, fee as well. Remember when you stay on property, they have a built-in service called um, Magical Express that will take you to and from MCO, which is Orlando International Airport, to property. And um, the bad thing about that is that, you know, you're you're basically in, in a bus service and you may go to a bunch of different hotels until your own and you also on the way back it's a three hour um, window when they'll come pick you up to get through MCO but you will need that uh, time during marathon weekend anyway because everyone will be going home on Sunday and Monday so just keep, keep that in mind. Yeah, so, you know, it, it really is doable either way, um, but we do encourage you to sort of look at the cost benefits um, and the extras that you may have to consider uh, when you're staying off property. So um, take a look at what your comfort level is with, with driving, especially um, having to get up early. 
Um, think about the extra costs of, of needing a rental car, because if you simply plan to uh, run the races and stay on Disney property, you don't need a car. Um, so that can be a, a big cost savings and um, headache a saver for you. So Especially if you're not used to driving all around property, because my husband goes there at least once a year, and the man still gets lost. So, you know, <laughs> we're always driving around Epcot's ex- uh, well, they're notorious roads. for moving roads and adding <laughs> roads and deleting roads and things yeah, like that. Yeah. So um, just because you remember it from last year, that same road might not be there. Um, it's just Disney style. So let's get a chance to uh, move on to the race. Wait, if you guys wait, wait. have any additional questions, oh, okay. don't hesitate uh, to um, send them to us. Uh, you can reach us at runalltheraces at yahoo.com. Um, or Facebook, Run All The Races, um, Twitter and Instagram, Run All The Races, too. Um, we're, we're happy to help. And thank so you, Lisa, for into... sending that question in because we love listeners' questions. I'm glad you're listening. So let's move into the expo. Okay, super. So, um, well, let's talk about the race weekend first. You know, this was a um, – we were looking forward – well, I was looking forward to this race weekend, and I think we all – I know Gail was looking forward to this race weekend because it was Star Wars race weekend in Florida. And it was something that had been in the rumor mill for a bunch of, you know, years that they were taking away Expedition Everest and going to replace it with a Star Wars race. And coincidentally, this Star Wars race weekend fell right into my children's um, spring break. So I was able to bring the entire family down to participate in the race weekend without taking um, days away from the school school year, which was great. Um, so we actually got there a week ahead, and I have a little tip. If you are going to um, plan bring the whole family down and turn this into a vacation, you might want to take the vacation on the week following the race weekend instead of the week before the race weekend, because if anyone understands a uh, Disney vacation. It's really a, um, not stressful. I would just say in, it, it, there's a lot of walking and it's, it's not necessarily, <laughs> and it's not and, necessarily and, always, um, relaxing. Right. And you want to get there when the park opens and you want to stay till the park closes. Um, and you can poop yourself out, uh, before you're ready to run a race, especially if you're running, um, on multiple days and having to get up, um, early, day after day after day. Um, The other nice thing to note is um, uh, Photobomb Becca's uh, twin daughters um, are friends with with Kimberly's um, daughter and son, so it was a really great opportunity uh, for them to get together and get some some kid time, um, which is nice. So we were able to let the kids go off and do kid stuff um, while the adults Mm -hmm. did adult stuff. Um, which is which is really nice. So we're getting kind of excited to know that the kids are, are getting that age. Um, we also want to mention um, that it is Photobomb Becca has two twin daughters who just turned 16. So um, happy birthday mm-hmm. to Taylor and Madison. Um, and they just got a brand new car. So if you are driving in the central Florida area, uh, you have been warned. Um, <laughs> but happy birthday uh, to Taylor and Madison and hope you had a sweet uh, 16. So I think it was great. We had the opportunity to kind of bring everybody together and, and it really turned into a family affair. Yeah. And you know what? It's really, um, it's really great because we had eight people together. And when you're corralling eight people for a race weekend, it's not as easy as one might think. So um, what we did for the expo was that I sent the kids to the park. 
I did not want them going to the expo because frankly, I think it's a little too intense. And if they're minors, you can pick up their packet um, and their race bibs without um, them being in the expo. Because frankly, they don't care about shoes or merchandise or any of that stuff. They wanted free They were all time. about the rides. All yeah. about the attractions, the Disney attractions. So um, we went to the expo and I, I drove myself, Gail drove herself, um, Tiny Tiki drove herself, Rebecca drove herself, and we all met up at the expo so we don't yeah so just so just so everybody understands um we were all coming from different places so as kim mentioned she had been there the week before um so she drove just because it can take a little bit longer if you take the bus transportation it is available for you so if you are staying on property you can get bus service to the expo but bus service does not start until 9 30. Please be aware of that. And the expo doesn't open technically until 10 o'clock. So therefore, because it was a um, highly anticipated race weekend and it was Star Wars and we do like Star Wars merchandise, we did not want to rely on bus transportation. Right. We wanted to get there early and queue up. So um, I actually were uh, had been on the other side of Florida in Tampa for week uh, for work at the beginning of the week and had come back and, and visited my parents in Vero Beach. So I drove up from Vero. Uh, so Kim and I got to the expo just about the same time, around nine nine fifteen ish, um, and. Um, we met each other in merchandise. So yeah. um, we were basically sent um, outside. Um, down on the lower uh, level of where the fields are, and we basically had a queue line. There were already three um, switchbacks of uh, lines already set up for the merchandise, and they had allowed people in, and they were slowly allowing us in, which is great. Um, I arrived. So they at, opened about thirty minutes early. No, uh, they opened about an hour early. Oh, was because, it? Okay. Yeah, because I got there at eight fifty-four, and I was inside the merchandise tent at 9.14, and, oh, and you were, too. You showed up, because I was like, you need to get here, because I need your help. <laughs> yeah, so I think I pulled in probably about 10 or 15 minutes behind you, and so um, they, they had, I think, learned some lessons um, from some previous expos, and were doing um, the best they could to um, sort of allow people space to stand so you weren't going out into the parking lot, and you weren't filling up where everybody's trying to walk around. So um, they, they definitely uh, got, got some lessons learned and, and learned some traffic flow because I think they did anticipate that people were going to come early um, and line up, and there was. So your, you guys came up the stairs um, into the expo building um, and were the, the first groups that were let in. They actually didn't make me do that. They actually held us outside of the expo building until the last of the people that were in the lines got in, and then they let us in. Um, and that, I think, happened for you know, maybe a half an hour or so, and then they went back to that extended queue um, as more and more people started to show up. So Yeah, um, and I think they had a good selection of merchandise. It didn't wow me. But um, we did end up spending a lot of money, so that was good. <laughs> well, and I think, you know, one of the things you have to understand is this is our third run Disney Star Wars race weekend. Well, it's the first one in Walt Disney World. We had run the two previous um, in Disneyland, uh, both earlier this year and last year. And I will say we went nuts the first year yes. um, and bought all kinds of stuff. Um, so I, I think some of our, our thrill was tempered because we had we had bought a crap ton of Star Wars stuff already over the past uh, two years. Um, 
Uh, but I did enjoy that uh, the race shirts were very good this year. Um, so I didn't feel like I needed to, quote unquote, replace an ugly race shirt, right, with mm-hmm. something else that was from the expo. Um, I did like that they had a number of um, different merchandise. Other types of merchandise, mm-hmm. right? So we got we got these little, cute little crop um, sweatpants and a tank top. Love um, it. Love that it. That were Darth Vader themed. They were really cute that aren't tech material but are just comfy to kind of wear around um so i was excited uh, for that because i have a ton of tech stuff uh, so it's nice to kind of have some lounge clothes they did have new magnets which is kind of cool with darth vader they did have a new ladies jacket that wasn't pink thank you they did have a pink one though too (laughs) they did have a pink one yes i know just because we're ladies doesn't mean that we like to have everything in pink run disney especially star wars nothing in star wars screams pink to me but that Princess Leia doesn't wear pink. No, no I know. And Rey doesn't wear pink. And those are the two iconic strong women in the in the Star Wars series. So what the heck do you think we need pink for? I don't understand. They did not have a wine glass, but they did have a um, regular, uh, I guess just a like glass. Like a beer glass yeah, almost. Yeah, a pint. Yeah. A pint glass, but everything. But I thought it was, you know, okay, merchandise. I mean, we're a little jaded because we have been to, I think that was our fourth run Disney um, race of this year. So we were a little jaded. Um, yeah, and we have certain things that we look for, right? Like we we like to collect the wine glasses. We like to get the magnets. The body um, those bands. are pretty much our yeah. Those are pretty much like our our, our go to items. The other thing I want to note, though, um, well, um, the main merchandise area um, is is kind of small in that they they cram a lot of stuff into the area, so there isn't a lot of. Uh, uh, space to move around um it can get jammed so be aware of that but they were also very good about not putting every single piece of merchandise out at once so as things got cleared off the shelves if you hung out for a second and waited there were cast members coming back out and resupplying um the merchandise so i thought that was really good um i also overheard um, much more stringent um rules about the number of items that you could purchase so much less than they've done in the past to kind of help that, um, the, the eBayers from coming in and buying everything out in the first 10 minutes. Um, so I thought that that was a, a nice change, which I hope that has come from people giving comments. Yeah. It took a while for us to get our jacket on um, the, the, um, dark side jacket. Um, you know, when we got to into the merchandise, it was already the wall of ladies jackets was already, um, gone and so cast member Chuck was going back and and bringing out merchandise I helped him rack it up and it helped maintain order within within the area I just want to let everyone you're welcome yeah so Kim's Kim's a jacket whore um, (laughs) where it gets cold so she's always into the jackets I had actually done um the pre-order um so I didn't buy the jacket from the expo I actually got the jacket from the pre-order which was black and white and red. So I was actually really happy with the pre-order jacket. Um, I think the Star Wars pre-order jackets um, have been pretty good um, compared to some of the other uh, pre-order ones that we've seen. So so I was happy about that. The nice thing to know, though, is with any of the pre-order items, if you get there and you don't like it, they do allow you to return them. Um, so that's a nice thing to note. So if you're a little nervous about potentially ordering something you haven't seen before, I uh, do know that they do allow you to return those items. But I thought the bundle was cute. I got a little um, bag and a coffee mug, which are the things that I like. Um, and then I got the jacket. Um, the Doonies were cute. I'm not a big Dooney fan. Yeah. Um, but I liked the print this time. I thought they were cute. 
So you'll have to um, send us a picture of um, the bundle. The that goods? You got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I have a picture of what I purchased. And I didn't do the pre-order because, you know, when I was signing up for the registration, it was $700 to register. Because you had the whole family. Yeah. I had the whole family. So, um so anyway, let's talk about packet pickup. So um, this was the race that basically blew up all my active races in um, active.com. I had also registered not only my entire family, but registered um, Rebecca, who is an annual pass holder and a DVC member, um, her aunt and uncle for the 10K. And um, the last person that I registered, um, Gary, uh, basically became me in the Run Disney system. Well, he became everybody. So, so yes, we had 9,000 yes. Gary registrations yes. and none for anybody else, right? Yes, now. yes. So he became me. So when I went to go and submit my proof of time for, I believe, the first Star Wars, they couldn't find any of my Run Disney races for the entire year in the system. So we had um, to go to not only Runner's Relations, but also, um, uh, I guess, another another Runner's Relations that was right next door to clear that up. They did give um, um, us refunds on the two 10Ks that were um, mistakes, and we've had problems um, with Run Disney about, you know, for four months with this. So that was really gracious of Run Disney because there are no um, refunds once there's... So it took... So just so you know, it did take a number of months and a number of emails to sort this out, but eventually it did get sorted out. So Mm -hmm. uh, be aware that um, keep all of your documentation, um, keep copies of the email if you have issues. It sometimes takes them a while to get back to you, um, but we've had pretty good success um, over the years that we've run Disney that if you do have an issue, they will eventually get back to you, but just keep the paper trail. It can't hurt. Yeah, and also, also, this is another tip, always keep your proof of time as well. When you submit it, do a screenshot. Yeah, so the other thing that I thought was nice this time is um, you have to go to a different building to pick up your packets. Um, and they did have uh, many of the shirts were in this same building um, this time. And I think that's because they anticipated a lot of people um, being over in the other building for the large merchandise area. Um, so in the one building, you got packets. You also got any pre-order um, items that you got upstairs, so pins and, and the bundles and the doonies and all of those kinds of things were available. They did have a tiny official merchandise area up there, but it didn't have all of the same things um, that the one in the other building where the main expo was. Uh, so realize when you go and do packet pickup at Run Disney, there can be a lot of running back and forth between buildings um, because bibs and shirts and pre-order items are not always in the same building. Um, in the past, um, bibs have been in one building and the shirt pickup has been in the other building with the main expo area. So it can take you some time. It took us, what, four hours, I think, three well, or four hours? Took, but we had yeah. the issue, too, and that was probably an hour of that time. Was yeah, so we, we got there around 9 and we left around 1. So that's a good tip for you all, too. If you are your family's coming down with you, they do not want to spend four hours of park time with you. So you might need to tag team it out with your husband or, you know, other family members. Send the kids to the park. Send your family to the park. You know, if you really want to go shopping in the expo and everything, I'm sure, you know, your family won't mind meeting up with you a little bit later. So. Yeah, the only thing to keep into consideration is anybody 18 years and older needs to be present with a photo ID to pick up their own bib. So anybody 17 and under, 
um, you can pick up the bib for them. Um, but once again, as, uh, once you hit legal adult age in the United States, you need to be there to pick up your bib. Um, so, you know, if you're not into the shopping, waiting a little bit later can't be a bad thing um, because there tends to be a mad rush in the beginning. Um, and another any tip? Other things about the expo? No, there's just one more tip. pretty much covers it. Yeah, there's just one more tip. If you are going to go um, to the expo and you just quickly want to run in and get your bib, um, you can, um, instead of parking and, and walking out, you can have someone drop you off right near the big um, ESPN Wide World of Sports globey thing and then um, pick you up a little bit later, too. So that will, I mean, because you are going to walk a lot just to get your yeah, bib. Yeah, and especially if you wait till later, they start parking people out in the in the grassy area. Um, so it, it, it can be... A day's worth of effort um, if you're in there and you want to really look at everything. Right. So let's move on to uh, the first of our three races uh, for this weekend, uh, the 5K. Four races. Four, Four races. races. Because Ryan did the kids' races. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Ryan's final kids' race. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll talk a little bit about that, too. But um, with regards to the 5K, we did have eight people. Um, so, and seven of the eight people wanted to dress up. Um, Jack... Uh, Kimberly's husband is, is a reluctant dresser-upper, um, so we managed to get him in a, in a Target Darth Vader shirt. I was, um, still, I was still pulling for Slave Leia. I really was. And he <laughs> We've been just, pulling of that for like three years, and yeah, he wants no yeah, part of it. Yeah. Um, so because we had so many people, um, we actually did some costume recycling. So we had used um, pieces from... Uh, Princess Leia costumes and C-3PO costumes, um, and then we had reused our uh, Cantina Band costumes um, that we had done earlier this year um, at the Star Wars race in Disneyland. So um, Kimberly and Rebecca and I uh, did the Cantina Band again. Um, we were excited to bring that out again. Um, hopefully those of you that, that follow us on social media got to see that they actually took a picture of that at the Disneyland 5K, and it made it into the most recent Star Wars Insider magazine. Mm -hmm. uh, so we were pretty excited to be able to pull that one back out again. So, and, and just to note that um, I had picked up uh, Jack's um, Vader uh, texture from Target. Um, I picked up a hat for him from um, Party City. Those things, those items probably cost me less than $40. Um, Catherine's Boba Fett uh, costume was on a closeout, $15 from a costume online site. Um, Ryan wanted to be an Ewok. I mean, I don't understand what that has to do with Dark Side, but this boy has wanted to be an Ewok for years, ever since Star so he Wars. So was, he was the long lead item, right? <laughs> um. Yeah. So this is the child who, and the only reason why I said, yes, I will make you a full bear Ewok costume, is because this is a child who wore a Darth Vader hoodie all around Walt Disney World in August in 90 degree heat with like 99% humidity. So I thought that he could handle the Ewok suit, and, and he did. He wore the whole thing, running really, really fast all through the 5K. So good for him. Yeah, so he enjoyed it. He looked adorable. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, he was he was really happy. Um, we we lucked out in the fact that all eight people um, were in the same corral. Uh, so we were scheduled to all start um, in corral A together. Uh, so we managed to get everybody up and out. Kimberly and her family uh, were staying at Boardwalk, which is their home DVC resort. Mm -hmm. um, I was staying with Rebecca um, off property at her house. Um, so Kim got her group of people there. 
um, Rebecca and I got our group of people there, um, and we met in the parking lot. You drove us. You picked us up. Oh, did I pick? Oh, we picked everybody up at, at Boardwalk that day. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. So we got everybody there. We got everyone there. You know, it all gets blurry. Everybody was up. Everybody was dressed. Everyone was, was unhappy getting up at. I think we got up at three thirty or four, whatever. But um, we all got up. Um, so you know, we all made it to the corral. Um, you know, we walked right into the corral, and at that time, you know, I'd, I'd like to say a little tip. Basically, before you even get into the into the race weekend, like the day before you do a race, and if you're running with a large group of people, try to put together a plan before you even get um, to the race runner area because there's a lot of people there's little to no um, cell service texting is always works best in this situation because there's so much noise with you know the music and the DJ waking everyone up so um, you know just have a plan beforehand because what happened was Gail had to go to the bathroom and of course she's wearing this huge cantina head and um, carrying an instrument so we helped her to the porta potty and while she was in the porta potty I turned around and noticed that our corral with you know our children and our husband was gone and that they were already moving corral B out and 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 setting them up for um, race start which happened to be about 10 minutes earlier than anticipated on the schedule so um, you know, <laughs> Jim starts freaking out and is screaming at me in the in the uh, porta potty. Uh, so I'm hurriedly running, um, and at that point, a a had come and gone, um, and we were able to get into Corral B. Yeah, we had made our so, way all the way up to the start line, and we we're talking to the run Disney officials like, our children, our minors are in crowd A, and you know, you can always move back, but you can never move up, and they didn't care if minors were there. That was our problem, because we were not where we were supposed to be, and tough pooey for us, right? Well, and so so no fault of theirs, right? No, they're, they're no, no, no. They're the rules, and they're trying to keep things safe and keep things orderly. Our lesson learned from this whole activity was we hadn't really sat down and talked about what would happen if we got separated. I think that that's really important, um, especially, like I said, when you're running with minor children. We lucked out. Our minor children all know each other. We've got ones that are old enough and that are smart enough to know, like, they weren't going to take off and, and never find us again. We also lucked out in the fact that Jack was with them, so there was an adult with them. Our challenge was is that everybody that was in Corral A didn't have a phone with them. Mm -mm. So Run Disney was saying, you can reach out to them on the phone, tell them where you're at, and they can either stay up in Corral A or they can drop back, come back and drop in to be with you. Well, we didn't realize that none of the people in Corrale had a phone, right? The other thing to notice, uh, note too, is that cell service throughout Walt Disney World is spotty on a good day. And when you get there on a race day, um, when everybody and their brother has a phone out, you can't really rely on cell service. So just be aware of that. Um, luckily, um, like I said, the family knew us enough. They knew that they could pick us out of the crowd because we had the crazy costumes on. Um, they said they saw our heads in the back of, of the corral. And so when Corral A took off, they started running. They stepped to the side, right past the start line, and then waited for us um, to come and meet them. So we did actually get everybody back together until... Until my husband saw us. And then when I said, run to the next character stop, he took off. He took off with the kids. And, and we I never saw him for the rest of the race. We didn't see him until I came into run, the runner area. Um, runner, what do they call that? Runner? The finish, the finish line yeah, area. The finish yeah. line area. And um, 
so my, 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 okay, I had been like looking forward to this race for seven months, running with my children to the five, through the family 5K. It cost us $320 to participate, and that does not include active fees, as well as park tickets, gas, whatever, transportation getting down here. So, But the goal was, the goal was always to run as a group so that we could have some really great kind of larger family photos, right? We had everybody dressed up, and the thought was, oh my gosh, these these photos will be great because we'll have just so many people, right? Right, right. So my husband, I always said that, you know, the 5K is not timed. It's, it's time to, you know, take advantage of all the character stops. So what he did was he took off. And I'm like, okay, yay, he's taking off. He's going to go get into the character stop and wait for us. Well, we approached character stop one, which was the at-at photo op right? At like point 0.8. And he's not there. And there's a big long line. So I'm like, okay, let's just keep on going and everything. So we keep on going and the next photo stop is R2-D2. I'm like, So wonderful. we thought, great, he's in line for R2-D2. We can take one big group shot yep. with everybody and keep going. So we're, we're desperately looking at the line and he's not in the line and he's not in the line. And we're like, there's no way he's not ahead of us, right? Yeah. And so we're like, crap, where did they go? So we keep looking and keep looking, and like I said, turns out they took off and actually ran. Um, Ryan was really excited, so I think some of that probably played into that. Um, your daughter, Catherine, does cross-country, so I think she was into actually running. Um, Jack just wanted it to be done, I think. <laughs> well, he just wanted to run, right? And I'm like, well, that is awesome. I'm so glad that you took up running during the $320 race that I wanted to do as a family. But, you know, that goes back to, you know, have a communication. Have a plan. Have a plan before you start running. I did have a plan, and I do believe I communicated that to him. Now, whether he was actually But I don't think we, we got everybody <laughs> together and said it, right? Yeah. And the challenge is race morning. It's early. You're trying to get teenagers up which is difficult even on the best day let alone when you're trying to dress you're trying them up to get a husband people. up who doesn't yeah. want to do it so anyway. we should have definitely had that conversation the night before right yes. so that's a lesson learned for us so so be aware of that um let's talk specifically about the, the course it's it's the standard walt disney world um 5k-ish course which is not a lot of park time um, you do get some uh, parking lot time, uh, so be aware of that. The first mile it starts in and it's well the the course starts in and be, uh, ends in um, Epcot parking lot. This course we had run Princess 2013 because it does go around the um, the gates of Epcot and back around Spaceship Earth, and that normally doesn't happen for Walt Disney World Weekend and the new Princess races. Um, about a mile of it is outside in the parking lot on the access roads, and you come into um, Epcot Park right behind Test Track and Mexico. Um, and then you come into World Showcase, and you basically run around World Showcase and run around Future World, and then you're outside in the parking lot again. Um, they did have. For those of you that aren't familiar with Epcot, um, Running around um, World, Showcase? World Showcase is just about a mile. Mm -hmm. um, so anytime you're looking at doing um, a race that is just Epcot, you're really only looking at a mile unless they take you up into Future World, um, which they don't do um, on many of the other shorter courses. So you always have to make up some, some mileage um, in and out. The, the one thing I will, I will say is there wasn't that many character stops, um, on the course for, for the cost of these. I had hoped there would be more. I understand that there's not as many Star Wars characters, but I think, um, people who come and run Disney would have been just as happy if standard Disney characters were out there. They didn't have to be. Um, so 
looking at what was out there, there was the at-at photo op, which was really just one leg against a backdrop, so that was static. R2-D2 was out there. R2-D2 was static, right? Mm -hmm. They had a lot of sort of backgrounds that looked um, uh, like the mile markers. Um, Mm -hmm. And then really the only two quote-unquote live characters that were out there, they had a stop with the two Rebels from Star Wars Rebels, the animated, and then they had a Chewbacca. But other than that, there wasn't much else on the course. Well, they did have entertainment in the form of movie screens. They were showing movie. They had these large, um, flat movie screens out the entire um, series of races, three races, that were showing um, episodes one through six of the movies. And I think there was seven as well. Um, They did have uh, music playing throughout the entire um, World Showcase as well. But to me, you know, it did fall short um, to characters on course. When you're running, even if you're walking a race, right, you're not going to stop and just watch a movie. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things that if you had been waiting in line somewhere, the movie thing makes sense when you're trying to move. Um, it didn't make as much sense because it wasn't like you could see it a mile away and you were running up towards it. Well, and what they did, which was really, I mean, they always have characters in the runner reunion area before the race and after the race. But this time they really bumped it up. And But I don't think it was communicated to us runners prior to getting down to Walt Disney World that they were going to have, these were the places to get your character photos. I don't yeah, because if you've done any kind of run Disney race in the past, you anticipate the character stops on course, right? Right. That the majority of those character stops will happen on course. That wasn't the case this time. Um, the one thing I do want to note, though, is that these particular um, opportunities in uh, the finish line area were available um, for all of the races um, for the 5K, the 10K, and the half over the course of the weekend. And I think that they did get some feedback I would guess via social media over the course of the weekend, because by the time the half came around, they did make an announcement um, as they were sending off corrals that these characters were available in the finish line area and that they would be available only for a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. Um, So they did at least figure that out later in the weekend. Um, Well, they had, so the runner reunion area, they really did a great job with the characters. They had Boba Fett with um, Han Solo in Carbonite. They had Jabba the Hutt. They had Darth Maul. They had Darth Vader. They had Captain Phasma. um, And they had the Sarlacc Pit and some um, Stormtroopers. And these were great. However, they closed the characters um, for this, the live characters, uh, an hour 43 into the race. And I looked over because I know the time, because I took a photo of it, and there were still runners coming in from the 5K. So unless you actually ran the race like um, my family did, um, it didn't allow a lot of time for you to get photos. Especially if you were in one of the back corrals, right? Exactly. And, and you were and planning on walking, right? And you, and you didn't think that they were there and took the time to stop and wait in the, the lines that were on the course. So um, lesson learned. I think Run Disney figured out that, like I said, that they should have made that announcement. So hopefully if this is the plan for races going forward, they'll start those announcements at the 5K so that people can make that choice. Um, as but, to whether or not they want to get those those photos and, and move faster through the course to enable them to do that. And and the only thing is that there were eight of us, and we were only we only got one of those one, two, three, four, five, six, seven photo ops. Yeah. One. So by the time one. we finished, regrouped everybody, we got one right. We did Job of the Hut, mm-hmm. um, which is a really great one. photo. Which was like I said, I wish we would have done some more because they were they were um, they were outstanding. But you know, it was it was a nice shame. backgrounds and, and everything set up. Yeah. So the other thing that was new um, 
this year for the races was this was the first time that Run Disney was actually taking the photos. Um, so photo pass was out. Um, and I think they did a really great job. They had a couple of glitches throughout the weekend, um, mainly with getting, uh, the, the right kind of overlays on finisher pictures. Uh, we talked to a friend of ours who does take uh, photos uh, for Run Disney with PhotoPass, and they said they had realized that error um, over the course of the weekend and that they were working to correct that. Um, so considering that this was the first time they've done it, they had um, a large suite of races that they were taking photos from, um, and a lot of people, I, I think they were definitely working through it. And reading comments on social media, people, people loved it. And people said that the, the pictures were better than um, a lot of the marathon photos that they've gotten at run Disney races in the past. So that's great to hear. Yeah. This was the first time. Um, and I really thought that you got a lot of photos from marathon from versus marathon photo. Um, as the person who takes all the photos for not only us running, run all the races, races, um, but my family's photos. It was great that I could download all the photos onto my Disney Experience app and they were, they uploaded within like five minutes. So I have to um, download all our race bibs into the, um, into my app, but they were excellent. I really loved how they positioned the green huts. I thought that um, you knew exactly which clearly they were. visible where they mm -hmm. were, right? So you mm -hmm. weren't worrying about running them over, which was kind of an issue sometimes with marathon photo people who would sit in the middle of the course. Yeah, I um, thought it was a great job. I really they were on both sides of the course, so you didn't have to, you know, have people zooming across the course to to get in front of a photographer to take pictures. Um, lots of them out there, even for a five k course. There were, you know. Every couple of feet, it seemed like there was a photographer, which I which I thought was great. Um, the other thing that that I will note is if you have an annual pass um, for certain annual passes, this is now included as part of your annual pass. Um, I choked a little bit at the increase in fee in annual passes when we when we went to renew. But I see, you know, when you look at what the cost of marathon photos were, and we didn't usually buy them because it was an added cost, right? The increase in the annual pass and the amount of pictures that we got, if this weekend is any any indication, we will more than make up for that um, increase um, over the course of, of our time um, in the parks. It also includes any of the pictures that you take with the photo pass people in the parks as well. So you can definitely get your money's worth when you look at what um, buying photo passes standalone if you don't have an annual pass. Um, so, I, you know, if, if you've been considering an annual pass um, and are somebody who goes to the park and does these races – um, take a look at the cost because I think there's a there's a definite benefit there. You know, if you run a couple races. Yeah, the annual pass, um, the annual. I'm sorry, the My Disney Experience photo pass um, price is normally I believe $150 um, after you are at the park, and I think they give you a discount of like $99. I could be wrong, but um, you know, if you group all your photos together, it's it really pays for your pays for yourself. So, yeah, so I so I think they did a really good job. I was excited. So I'm I'm also excited to see, you know, as as they get better, right? And as they do this more weekends, I, I think it'll even get better and better. So I'm so, excited. So our overall tips for running with a large group of eight or more um, that are normally do not run Disney um, would be one, have a um, Communicate, right? Have a race morning place where you are arriving. Um, if you get lost, um, you know, how are you going Have to Have a plan up? and communicate that plan before that morning, right? When right. everybody's excited and tired and it's noisy and, and everybody's running around. Um, Have the a other race thing plan. To know, 
Pardon? Have a race plan. Like, have a plan of, yes, that's where you're going to meet outside once the, um, before the race, after the race, but also what are you going to do during the race? Are you going to run or are you going to run to the character stops and wait for your group or, you know, are you just going to walk yeah, so the whole thing? Yes, this was definitely a learning experience even for us, right? Um, you know, we've done a number of these, um, but there's the, the core group of us that are kind of old hats and we just kind of know what we're going to do because that's what we do. Um, and we didn't think about the fact when we were bringing in all of these other people that maybe they didn't, you know, just automatically know what we know. Um, so like I said, it was definitely a learning experience for us. Not that everybody didn't have fun, um, but I think we could have had more fun um, if we if we had communicated that ahead of time. So um, enjoyed it. Like I said, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I'm an engineer by trade. I get voted off the island if I don't like Star Wars. So um, we're excited to tell you about the rest of the weekend. So on behalf of all the ladies of Run All the Races, um, thanks for joining us today, and we'll be back to talk to you about the next batch of Star Wars races. Have a great day, everybody.